to Quickie with your pal. Um, I'm Julie. And I'm Marley. That, yeah, there you go. That's, That's me. Marley. Hi. Um, well, you know, it's Wednesday and the and the podcast is out today. Um, but that's okay. Because it was a holiday on Monday, so we're allowed to be late. We're allowed to be late. Yeah. Like Canadian Thanksgiving. Canucks we are. You know. Yeah, the, the, the real Thanksgiving. So, my friend was in town, and mm-hmm. he said, like, he, he used to live in Windsor, and now he lives in Michigan. And I said, he said, oh, yeah, I forgot that it was Thanksgiving this weekend. I said, yeah, the real Thanksgiving. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like what, your genocide was more successful than ours? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's all that that means. Well, all right. Ours so, was first in yeah, the year. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes more sense, though. It's further away. Because, like, it's stupid with American Thanksgiving, how you have to come home for Thanksgiving and then go back to everything, like your work and school, and then fly home again for Christmas, like, three weeks yeah, later. That's so stupid. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Like, the fact that the Canadian one is spread out more gives you more time throughout the yeah. year to be broken up easier. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But I have enough um, friends in Michigan where I get two Thanksgivings every year. I didn't get one this year, though. No. No. Yeah, I was going to say, I have uh, American relatives who so we'd always get two, which was yeah. nice. Um, this year we had, like, a bunch of potato, like, there was, like, fries and waffle fries and samosas <laughs> with potatoes and peas oh. and then oh. peas on the side. And then <laughs> so we had, like, potato everything. It was incredible. That's awesome. But it was just our little apartment oh. Thanksgiving. That's cute. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I didn't have a Thanksgiving. I worked the whole time, uh, oh. which is cool because you know everyone, uh, everyone, at, everyone at work was trying to give away their shifts, and they're trying to, you know, oh my god, I can't work this day. I have dinner that day. Can you take my shift? And I just took everyone's shift. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom was sure. like, you know, and my parents have always had the mentality of like, wait, you have. You're, you're making time and a half? Fucking don't come home. What are you doing? Like, go work, you know? Like, we'll save you a plate. It's not a big deal. Like, so it worked out. And then I came home from work early on Monday, which was actually Thanksgiving, because Sunday everyone celebrates, but Monday is technically the actual holiday. And it just kind of worked out where we will, we were all home for the same half hour. And we That's all, great. yeah, and so we all just kind of, like, had our own, like, little dinners, but we all just, like, sat together. It was nice. Um, mm-hmm. so we did that, and then my friend from work brought me a little, a little dish that she made, because she knew that it was vegan, and she's like, I made this, and it ended up being vegan, so I brought you some, I'm like, oh my god, thank you, Aww. and, uh, it was very nice, and then at work, I happened to work at a, um, very popular place that sells caffeinated beverages, <coughs> um, him, <coughs> and, uh, and so, when we, for the, for the <laughs> drive-through, everybody... We, we set up different, like, bags of food, like, when people, you know, order a certain type of bar or a cookie or a muffin or whatever that are, like, really popular, instead of running to the other end of the store to grab it every time someone orders one, we have them, like, prepped. Yeah. And so what I did is I drew, like, turkeys on, <laughs> on them, but they were, like, obviously poorly drawn. Like, they were, like, comically awful. And people were like, oh, these look great. I'm like, no, no, they're supposed to look bad. Like, you don't get it. <laughs> no, yeah. And so, like, I drew really bad turkeys and then I drew really bad hand turkeys, but they weren't the size of my hand. They were only like a centimeter by a centimeter. <laughs> like, but they looked like a little, like, cartoon little hand. Like, tiny, tiny hand. Turkeys. Yeah, exactly. Like a rat hand or something, like a tiny hand <laughs> turkey. So, uh, so that's how I celebrated Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
Imagine a rat with a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny pencils. Holy shit. Man. So, yeah. Happy October. Happy October. We're, like, almost halfway through. Yep. Um... Have you uh, watched any good movies lately, like scary ones? Um, I've been trying to keep up with my movie a day thing, and it's just not working because I'm working so much. I feel you. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to do that Inktober thing, where you draw something in ink every day. But, How's that uh, doing? Oh, I missed, like, three days. Oh, okay. But, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I keep, like, I'll draw something in pencil I really like. I can't post that. So I'm, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that whole challenge. I don't care. I don't but, care. Uh, yeah, I know. I watched, and this is going to sound crazy, but I actually had never seen The Grudge. Uh-huh. Um, I saw The Ring when I was younger, and I liked The Ring because mm-hmm. I was 11 and it was totally scary. Yeah. Um, but I never saw The Grudge because my mom said it was too scary, but I don't know. I watched it, and uh, <laughs> it was not good. No. <laughs> no, it was really cheesy, and I think they'd spent their whole budget on Buffy and, like, I don't know. I saw Sam Raimi in the credits at the beginning. I'm like, oh, sweet. But, you know. Yeah, no. That's okay. I feel like the Japanese one is much scarier as they often So are. I've heard. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It's it's freaking me out. Someone saw it. But anyway, yeah, I watched that the other day. So that's, that's fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we did a bit of research on some cool topics for this week. Speaking of films. Speaking of films. Mm-hmm. Uh... Looking into, you know, the the movie a day and everybody posting all their creepy Halloween stuff and yada yada, all of these things happening, it sparked a bit of an interest in the uh, quote-unquote poltergeist curse and movies alike. Mm-hmm. So, for those that don't know, movie poltergeist, super fucked up, super crazy, super fun. Um, so, there there was a little girl in the movie... Carol Ann Freeling in the movie, Heather O'Rourke in real life. Heather O'Rourke? Heather. Heather. Heather O. Heather O. (laughs) O'Rourke? It looks like it says Rourke, but I don't know. Anyway, sorry to... Yeah, no, she she died. So, okay, during the first movie, first movie was fine. Second movie, she gets really sick, dies before the the third movie. Ooh. And on paper, it's that it was a misdiagnosed Crohn's disease, but there was so much crazy shit that happened to the people in and surrounded by that movie that it just kind of, like, doesn't really add up. Uh, because the main thought for the curse of the Poltergeist curse is that Steven Spielberg, the fucker that he is, <laughs> decided to use real skeletons in the movies instead of, like, plastic prop skeletons. Why? Because at the time, they were cheaper, and he probably knew a friend, and that's something that can fall off a truck if you know the right people. So... So, yeah. That's sort of, like, where they believe this curse came from. Is these super, like, crazy real skeletons hanging everywhere. That's frightening. Yeah. Oh. What else happened? Um, Dominique Dune, who played the original older sister, Dana Freeling, she died in 1982, 
uh, because her crazy boyfriend showed up, or her crazy ex-boyfriend showed up and got into a fight with her and choked her in her driveway and left her for dead. Good lord. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to six and a half years in prison, but he was released after three years and seven months. Uh, you know, that happens. That's how it, ha- it's how it happens. Uh, <laughs> so, there were two more deaths, cast member deaths, that weren't as, like, unpredictable or crazy or anything like that. Um, there's a preacher, Kane in Poltergeist 2. Um, Julian Beck. He died in 1983. Just from, like, having stomach cancer. But mm-hmm. a lot of these things are, like, very weird, like, diagnoses, right? Like, they're... Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, it's so weird. Um, and that was just, like, a year after... Yeah. Um, Dominique died. That's what I mean. And then uh, Will Sampson, who played Taylor, um, the Native American shaman, he died after going on un- going under um, after uh, having a heart lung transplant, which had a slim survival rate. Anyways, but who needs a heart and lung transplant at once? What? That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. All these people involved just uh, yeah. And there was like yeah, and there was like a bunch of weird shit. That happened with their, um, you know, like, people that were related or other, like, you know, crew members. And there was just, like, there's so much shit that happens to all these people working on this movie. Um, mm. Very similar not, thing. Pardon? Not Spielberg, though. Not Spielberg, the crazy fuck. Senor um, Spielberg, go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, so, okay, another thing that's similar to that is for The Exorcist. Nearly a dozen mysterious deaths in the immediate families and of crew members. Like, that's a lot of people. (laughs) That's a lot of fucking people in a very close proximity to each other to all die. That's crazy. And at several points during filming, an actual priest was brought in to bless the set. And he said, yo, man, Satan doesn't want this shit. This movie doesn't want to be made. And, uh... Wow. Yeah, so a bunch of strange shit happened even after the movie was shot. Um... There's, there was a lot of reported, when the movie was first released, there was a lot of reported, like, fainting, passing out, vomiting, etc. Vomiting while watching the movie. Like, yeah, in didn't the theaters? That, didn't that come out in, like, the 70s or something? Yeah. That was that was older. Like, I feel like that might be people... Not ever seeing you, you that hear about. Yeah, you hear about the uh, hysteria people have from seeing Absolutely. movies. Absolutely. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, I think one of the first films or something, it was, like, a train. Wasn't that? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, it was like, like, one of the first things to ever be filmed, and it was a it, like, train. Yeah, and, and, like, in a theater, and people were in the theater, and they saw it, and people actually were, like, screaming, like, oh my god, it's gonna hit us, because, you know, they didn't like, that's the first time seeing a train going up soon. This might be the first time people have seen, like, um, possession. Absolutely. Um, but still. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and one of a really cool point about The Exorcist as well is that during a screening in Rome, one mm-hmm. of the most holy places by the Catholic Church, um, oh, yes. A church nearby, while the movie was um, was playing, was struck by lightning, 
and then a giant cross landed in the plaza outside the theater. Good lord. Yeah! (laughs) That's not a sign. No. Didn't, Um, um, didn't the actress who played, uh, what's her name? The possessed. Megan? Uh Uh-huh. Or something? Didn't the actress who played her, she, like, hurt her back or something? Something crazy but, like that, yeah. You know, when the when the bed was shaking at yeah. one point, I guess she like really hurt her spine. During yeah, her, um, that's separate, but still. But still, it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, one of my favorite things. Linda that, Blair. Sorry, <laughs> that was the actress's name. Okay, go ahead. One of my favorite things that um, I read about while doing research on stuff like this is John Richardson was the special effects artist for The Omen. Mm-hmm. Uh he was involved in a fatal car accident in 1976, which beheaded the female passenger. Oh! And that's because he was the special effects guy, and he did a scene in The Omen where someone got their head cut off. Uh, How fucked up is that? A yeah, lot of the Omen stuff is a lot of, like, 666-based, and there was, a, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff about how, like, the movie was not supposed to be made. Like, everything was happening, like, literally full pieces of sets were, like, caught on fire, and full tapes were lost and stuff like that, because some force didn't want the Omen to be made into a movie. My goodness. Yeah! Speaking of decapitation. Right. You know the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, the movie, uh, actor Vic Morrow died on the set because a pyrotechnic blast hit the the back of a helicopter that was being used in, like, a war scene kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it fucked up the tail of the helicopter and decapitated him and killed two illegally hired children. Ooh. How crazy is that? It's fucked up. When, when did that movie come out? A long time ago, when... Like, getting away with child labor, like, law-breaking was still around. I was gonna say that that really, that fact dates itself by the illegally hired children. It's tragic, though. It's terrible. For sure. Like, they needed kids to be used in the scene, and so the kids were paid under the table, and it was all this shit. And so, like, yeah, it was, like, a huge problem when this happened, because those kids weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, no. It's really terrible. Um, Um... Speaking of child labor laws and, like, being fucked up and everything like that in movies being crazy. Yes. The Wizard of Oz. Holy fuck. Oh, that, man, that movie has so many things tied into it. So many, like, myths and legends. And it's it's a fucking classic, man. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, okay, Judy Garland was just, like, yeah. super drugged the entire time. And they treated her like shit. Yeah, I heard, I actually heard somewhere that all the actors, um, they didn't like her offset because she was upstaging them the whole movie, like, obviously because she was the star, so all the male actors didn't like her. That's yeah, what I heard. and, well, I wouldn't even doubt that, but the thing is that she was fucking young when she did that movie, too, and so mm-hmm. she had, like, a huge shit ton of mental problems because she was basically just, like, popped full of pills and said, go be pretty, for, like, how many fucking years? Yeah, go be, like, yeah, and she died young too. It was a super. Her story is like super terrible. Um, yeah, that's very the, sad. Yeah, the original Tin Man had a really fucked up allergic reaction to the paint. 
Oh, um, it was aluminum, wasn't it? Yeah, there was, like, actual metal in the paint, and it, like, fucked with them like crazy. Um, they had to get an iron lung or something. Yeah, there like, was a... Jeez. Um, the Wicked Witch spontaneously combusted. Yeah, yeah. Like, straight up, not even, like, near pyro or anything, was just like, oh my god, I'm on fire now. And, uh, <laughs> to fucking top it off, of all this really fucked up stuff that happened, Toto broke her paw. Toto? Toto broke her little fucking paw. <laughs> Poor Toto. I know. So sad. Um, and I just want to say, she was, Judy Garland was 47 when she died. She wasn't that young, but that's still pretty that's young. That's really fucking young to just, Very like, keel over, you know? Yeah. Her, I always forget Liza Minnelli is her kid. <laughs> Fuck. That's fucking weird. I don't even think I knew Isn't that. Isn't that weird? Yeah, Liza Minnelli's mother was Judy Garland. I don't even Liza think I Minnelli. knew that. Liza Minnelli is Every time right I now. hear Liza Minnelli, I just think of School of Rock. <laughs> Liza Minnelli? <laughs> <laughs> no! No! What? No! <laughs> yeah. Puff Daddy. <laughs> oh, great movie. Great um, movie. Not a scary movie. I don't think anything bad happened on that set. <laughs> Other than some bad fucking riffs, bro. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, okay, um... Side note, when I broke my wrist a couple months ago, mm-hmm. I had to explain what happened by using School of Rock to the teacher, to the, to, not to the teacher, to the, the doctor. <laughs> really? And he was like, okay, so what do you mean you intentionally jumped six feet? I'm like, well, have you ever seen the opening credits, like the opening scene <laughs> to School of Rock where Jack Flack jumps and no one catches him? I'm like, it looked just like that. And he was like, oh my god, is that gonna end up on YouTube? I'm like, maybe, who fucking knows? Hope not. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's um, so funny. I often use School of Rock to describe my everyday challenges. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good fucking movie, man. That's oh, awesome. I love that movie. Like, it's, it Let's have a School up. of Rock episode. It yeah, really, it, it holds up. It like, it's really does. Good. It's really funny. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck, I love their little, I love their reunion. The, I had like 40 people send me, Julie, did you see this? Of the, like, all the kids and Jack Black together. It was great. They sang, they played a song. Oh, um, that's so I cool. think, was I'm trying to think, there was like, it probably was, I think they played more than one. I can't remember, but it was, it was pretty great. Um, I don't know if, anyway, yeah, it was great. Anyways, uh... What about the Amityville Horror? Yeah, four weeks before the remake of it, a fisherman a fisherman body washed up to the shore of the set. That's weird. Did yeah. they ever find out who it was? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, and Ryan Reynolds said that he kept waking up at 315, like the character in the movie, but I think that might be baloney. I was gonna say I I just read that and I'm like mm, that sounds like Ryan that's, Reynolds. That sounds like Ryan. Yeah, idiot. That's, that's exactly what you it know sounds what make, like. You know what to make this movie even better is if I do this. Other movie. than other than the fact that I'm in it, Ryan Reynolds. If I tell everyone I woke up at three fifteen a.m. every every day, doesn't count <gasps> if you set your alarm for three fourteen, Ryan. Like yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. I got nothing against Ryan Reynolds. But I just want to <laughs> make fun of him. <laughs> it just seems like that, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so no. funny. He, <laughs> Amityville Horror. I heard. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. That remake. It was fine. It was all right. I don't, I don't know. I had, a few, I had a few friends. I had a few friends who said they read the book, and like I think my mom read the book, and they're just like, "There's nothing like it. It was terrible. The book was way better." So, isn't that how it always goes? Always. 
No. I just finished reading Sin City. Oh, the comic book? Yeah, because I found it at the thrift store in literally mint condition for like four bucks. Sin City's great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I love that art style. Um, I don't remember who drew it. Mm-hmm. No, it was really good. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. It took me maybe like 40 minutes to read. <laughs> like it just kind of like... Oh, yeah, it. Especially because I'm not used to reading graphic novels, so it takes me a few pages to realize that, like, oh, yeah, I have to look at the pictures. Like, give me a second. Like, Mm -hmm. and then I go back and, like, really appreciate it. Like, it was printed beautifully. Like, the actual printing of it was fucking gorgeous. Like... For sure. For sure. Frank Frank Miller. Oh, I knew that, too. Yeah. But, uh... That that was... That one was really similar to the (laughs) Wiki Go. I know. It was just... The way they shot it was, uh... Really similar to the big black and white blocky style. Absolutely. Comic yeah. book and yeah. all the like colors here and there. I Absolutely. I, I really liked it. Um but yeah, so Charles Manson and his fucking gang killed Dude. killed the director of Rosemary's Baby, Roman Polanski. His wife. Uh, his wife. Right? Sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he they killed his wife. And unborn child. And, oh. Sharon and, Tate. Uh, the summer of 69 is when mm. she was killed. And it was really, it was extremely um, gruesome the way yeah. they did it too. Like very, very fucked up. They killed a lot of people because there was a few other people in the house at the time, and they were like, right, they like wrote on the walls. They wrote "pig" and "blood" and stuff, and like Beatles lyrics because you know Charles Manson wanted to be a Beatle. Absolutely, he's fucked up. One of the one of the Beach Boys was like friends with them for a bit. Uh-huh. And he like got he got him into music, and then he was like, "Whoa, Charles, you're getting kind of weird." And you're a little him. fucking weird. Yeah, sorry, Charlie. Um, and I do think that yeah. it's worth noting that the hotel scene that that's in um, Rosemary's Baby is the one that John Lennon was shot outside of. Ooh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that's a cool little, like, fun fact. That'll win you yeah. some money in a trivia, trivia game one time. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, you know, I've never actually seen... There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, mm-hmm. because I was never into horror when I was younger. I never mm-hmm. liked it. Um, so I never saw Rosemary's Baby. But very interesting that Roman Polanski's wife... Not interesting, quite tragic, actually. yeah. His, he was able to continue on with his life when his child and wife were brutally murdered. Right? You know. By Charles Manson? Like, what the fuck? By Charles Manson. That's a that's weird. It's a really odd connection. It's but. very odd. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's like He's, when you see that one mutual friend on the internet, and you're like, how? Why? How do you, like, know, how do you know that person? It, what, it doesn't make any sense, but like in a very dark, dark way. So like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also killed the, like, uh, lesser-known, very successful couple. Like, I think they owned a grocery store or something. That was, like, oh, yeah. his first. Yeah, he never actually murdered. It was, like, the family. But still. Yeah, um, he never actually Cult leader. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. He almost got married. Didn't he get married? I thought he got married. No, it was a, it was a woman, and she was, like, 23 or something in the 70s, and she was going to murder, or not murder, oh, my God, marry him. <laughs> And she later said, I just did it for, like, attention and money, so I'm not going to marry him. Yeah. And I don't feel bad, because it's Charles Manson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a movie, holy shit, speaking of Charles Manson, there's a movie 
that came out a couple like years ago um called live freaky die freaky and it's this like so it's a movie it's like a puppet it's like um you know team america like those creepy puppet kind of thing it's like those and it's basically the charles manson story story but they renamed everyone so like oh boy (laughs) so so it's for some reason a bunch of bands are in this movie so like Benji Madden's in it, Green Day's in it, um, Travis Barker's in it, I think, oh, what's her name? Kelly Osbourne's in it, and they all play characters, and they're all, like, renamed, and it was this, like, terribly satirical, just bad taste. It was, it was fucked up, but it was really funny, because Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day played Charlie Manson. That's wild. It was really fun. It's worth a watch. It's, like, kind of fucked up, but pretty fun. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah, it's not, it's like it looks like a movie um Trey Parker and Matt Stone would make, but I just I just find it really funny that all the actors are like band members and shit. It's really funny. It feels like the the creators of Yo Gabba Gabba made it. Like that the way that you're describing it to me is like if they branched <laughs> out of like little kid work, like this would be their oh next God. step. Like that's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> God. You know, I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> Man, you know who really broke out into a really sick black metal band? Was the Wiggles. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Any other scary movies? Uh, uh, yeah, there's a bunch, but that's those are the ones that I really did a bunch of research on. It's um, cool. I, I think it's funny that... Um, you know, movie sets and TV sets can be haunted because a long time ago, before that, there were theater curses and superstitions like the Scottish play, you know, the Scottish curse, which is <coughs> Macbeth, um, that old thing. So there's a lot of really Yeah, neat. that's like, you know, the history of Phantom of the Opera is that theaters are fucking creepy. I've spent a lot of times in theaters because of the industry that I'm in mm-hmm. and climbing up in the fucking catwalks and being up in the ceiling where no one knows you're up there and it's fucking terrifying and all that there is is cable and dust and nice. it's, it's fucking terrifying, man. Some of the stuff that's up there and like mm-hmm. things that haven't been updated in so many years and it's just, it's terrifying. Now, um, cool things that, uh, so a little bit of history of stage work is that when, you know, let's say Shakespeare put on a play, the the people that would know how to rig up a set and hang things and build things to where they wouldn't fall were mm-hmm. um, ex-fishermen and people that were out at sea and stuff like that and ex-navy men. And so people that weren't out at sea currently would look at a big set piece and go, well, I can hang that. So all of the um, the knots that we use, the uh, the shackles, the the way that you do rigging and everything like that is the exact same as you would on a boat or on a shipyard. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like uh, that's kind of like where the standards for everything came from. So when I do rigging, I do shipping shackles and bowline knots and like everything like that. It's like a it's a whole system. And so some of the superstitions carry over from being on a boat. And one of the main ones is that it's terribly awful bad luck to whistle while you're in a theater. Mm-hmm. And that's because sailors used to communicate with each other by whistling. And so different songs mean different things. And so you don't know what you're whistling. 
And you could, the, the joke is that, you know, you could be whistling the song that says, drop a sandbag on my head. So yeah. <laughs> unless you knew what you were doing, you didn't whistle. And so it's like very bad luck to whistle because it could tell someone to do something like, hey, bring in that, bring in, you know, chord four or whatever it is. And then next thing you know, a huge set piece is coming down and smushes someone. Like it's very, very yeah. bad luck to whistle backstage. Yeah. that's I, I didn't know it carried from um, the sea. Nautical yeah. terms. Yeah, it's yeah I just cool. thought, yeah, because I knew it was cues for whistling and things like I don't know how I know they have walkie talkies now, but yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah, I, like a lot of the superstitions for, for theaters are really practical, like the whistling one, you know? Yeah. You don't want to, it's bad luck because if you, it's like, you know, don't open umbrella an umbrella inside because it's bad luck. It's like, yeah, well, it's bad luck because it'll hit someone or hit it'll, someone. Yeah, right? it's, you can't, open, it's just stupid to open an umbrella inside, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Um, there's not like mirrors on stage. That's like bad luck. Mm-hmm. But and they're like, oh, it's because it's the reflection of the soul, and breaking one is seven years of bad luck. It's like, well, no, because if you have a mirror on the stage, it'll reflect the light and fuck everything up. It will cause technically the lights will hit it, or the audience will yeah. see themselves, and it'll break the fourth wall, or you know, yeah. they'll see the audience. You know, it's like all these things. Like there's so many practical yeah. reasons to not have a mirror on stage. Yeah, or the the having the one light in an empty theater. And like it's supposed to ward off ghosts, but it's like, no, you just want to make sure no one trips. Yeah, <laughs> like that. yeah for sure. Yeah. But, like uh, but yeah, um, I hijacked just because I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking of this one, like really, it, like this wasn't even a B horror movie. It was like a C horror movie. It was like, <laughs> it was like borderline not watchable. I don't even think I made it halfway through it. But I really wanted to love it because the cover for it was so cool. And it was called Slash Dance. Oh, Lord. And it was so cool. And so it started off with this, like, girl going to an audition and, like, wandering through, like, an empty theater. And you can tell that there's this, like, you know, person lurking in the shadows. It's ridiculous. I recommend uh-huh. you want to laugh. <laughs> Slash Dance. That's so Slash good. Dance. I'm looking at the VHS cover right now. <laughs> Isn't, doesn't it look awesome? Like, I picked it up because <laughs> it, it was great. so fucking cool. That girl has a gun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I actually bought that at a, at a tape swap in Detroit last year that was put on by Nemesis Video. Ooh, One of our, our sponsors. Sponsor. Boo, 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 boo. Go check out Nemesis Video on Facebook. Go like them and buy some tapes. They're cool. I'm pretty sure that Sean is still doing the uh, the gift boxes. $10. Get a box of VHS tapes. It's super fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of Detroit. <laughs> whoa. Uh, speaking of Detroit, we did want to bring up, because this is sort of our spooker bowl, you know, if you will. <laughs> we wanted to bring up some Halloween stuff. And you can't talk about Detroit, or you can't talk about Halloween without talking about Devil's Night in Detroit. At least if you live around Detroit. Yeah, man. Devil's Night in Detroit is really fucked up. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. I remember. Is that. It, is Devil's Night not a thing everywhere? Or is it just especially bad in Detroit? It's especially bad in Detroit. Okay. Because I remember. I remember seeing a fire once in Windsor on Devil's Night and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Deal, but, mm-hmm. So basically, this started in the 30s of people just kind of, you know, playing the trick end of the trick or treat, you know trick on the night before and trick on the night or treat on the night of. Yeah. And uh 
And then, you know, by the 70s, things were kind of getting a little, getting a little much, you know, graffiti, breaking things, arson. And by 1984, there was between 500 and 800 fires in a typical year on Devil's Night alone. Jesus. Yeah. Detroit doesn't have that many anything. No, <laughs> they really don't. Oh. They don't have that many cops. They don't have that many houses to burn anymore. Like, what the fuck? I'm, yeah. I love Detroit. No, I really love Detroit. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, that's fucked up. And so in 1995, they started this kind of thing that was called Angel's Night, and it was basically like a neighborhood watch. And they pulled fi- 50,000 volunteers. Wow. And they would, because people were tired of their shit getting burnt. 800 yeah. fires all surrounding Detroit and greater Detroit area? That's fucking wild. Yeah, they don't need that. No, that's fucking insane. Especially nowadays, you know? There is actually a, now that I'm thinking about it, there is a Criminal Minds episode about Devil's Night in Detroit where a guy burns people in buildings. Oh, no shit. Yeah, check it out. It's actually a really cool episode. Um... I fucking love that show. I don't care how cheesy it is. I fucking love that show. <laughs> I was gonna say, this is the second time I heard you mention that in a while. So I okay. love them. It's like, oh. I never saw it. You've never seen it? No, I've never actually watched it. You need it. to watch it and fall in love with Spencer Reed. Criminal Minds. I should watch it. It's My mom watches, fun. like, NCIS, so I'm like, ugh. Yeah, see, NCIS is like, it's like cringy, and it's like, oh god. <laughs> They're over well, there. Well, okay, they my mom loves it, now I feel bad. <laughs> no, it's like, it's fucking cheap. Sorry, Mona, it's fucking cheap. You know what I like, described it? I described it as big kid Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it fucking so, is. Yeah, monster of the week <laughs> sort of thing. Oh, God. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. No. Um, there's significantly better acting in Criminal Minds than any other, like, TV crime drama that I've ever fucking seen. Sweet. Yeah. Um, that's, like, the main reason to watch it, is that the acting isn't, like, scratch your eyes out horrific. So, and it's, like, really cool character development and stuff, so. Nice. Yeah, uh, my point is that by the time, um, 2010 hit, the fires were 169. And in 2015, the lowest recorded number of fires was only 52 fires, and 24 were considered possibly arson. That's a lot of fires. But what um, baffles me is that stat says that 52 fires recorded and only 24 are considered possibly arson. What about the other? <laughs> that means over half were just like regular Detroit fires. Okay, cool. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, that's pretty sad. There's they have arson problems. The, There's a lot of arson problems. Yeah. With the, do you, have you, had you visited the um, the Heidelberg project? I have been to mm-hmm. Heidelberg. Okay, uh, cool. It was I went there, and then I think a couple weeks after, there was like two of the houses burned down, and it was really yeah. very sad because that's like a it's like okay, so what it is is like a, a block like for people. I know you know you've been, yeah, but no, there's I, a block. There's a block. It a really small street in one of the parts in Detroit that is not so great. Um, and they took it and made it like an installation piece and it's a really beautiful artwork and they take the houses and they're all abandoned. Obviously. I think, I think some people live there though. Like there might be one or two houses. Yeah. Some people definitely live there. Yeah. That, that neighborhood's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone there is very nice. It's just that the houses yes. are fucked. Like the houses are so fucked. And that's a lot of places in Detroit is that, the people that live there are great and so nice, but because so much of the houses 
have been, like, have been vacated and have been foreclosed, people are just squatting in their own houses and people are squatting in other people's houses and it's a whole fucking mess and everything's a fucking crack house and it's like, man... And so the people that are still there trying to still pay their bills have this shit neighborhood now when it was a beautiful place that they grew up, and it's super sad. Yeah, and the last thing they need is fires. Absolutely. Um, So many, like, beautiful homes, man. Gorgeous homes. And you can buy them for, like, for, like, $6,000. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, you could, uh, for the price that you would pay for one house in Toronto, you could buy two blocks in Detroit and turn it into whatever the fuck you want. Like, that's what people need to start doing at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Heidelberg is cool. It's cool to see once. I personally didn't find anything that spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a cool concept, but I believe that the fires... One of the fires that happened... Uh, was, like, an accident, and then after, I don't know, the artist released something about how he was going to tear it down anyways, and right. then do something I, I don't else. know the state of it now, I haven't thought about it in a while, but... Yeah, no, I, I think that something was released a few weeks ago about how Heidelberg is going to be turned, like, is going to be torn down in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I can believe by the new year, the artist is going to have, like, a new thing happening somewhere else. But it's really cool, there's just, like, Google it, there's full houses that are painted in different colors and then they have records stapled all to them. Or they have, yeah, you know, that, st- Beanie Babies stapled all over the house and, like, trees are decorated like crazy. Like, the whole block yeah, is super crazy. Paint, they painted the sidewalks and stuff. Yeah! Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. I'm really excited to see what the artist does next. Yeah. Um, have you ever done anything crazy on Devil's Night? I don't think I have. No. <laughs> no, I don't like, I don't like vandalism. I might have smoked it. weed once. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah, no vandalism is stupid. I've actually talked about this with a few of my friends about how it's like the least punk thing that you can do because all you're doing is inconveniencing other minimum wage workers. Yeah, and like other homeowners and other business owners. It's like, oh, cool. So you're just fucking with the people that you're trying to with the blue collar people that you're trying to support. Fuck yourself. Like, yeah, go yeah. away. Well, yeah, and then the people that you're vandalizing, the place you're vandalizing, they have to pay a fine now to get you know, yeah, they don't absolutely. get rid of it, or they have to get it clean because uh-huh. you spent eight bucks on a bleh, spray paint and you wanted to put a dick on a like come on yeah um i've spray painted like legal walls and in my friend's garages and trains and stuff but never like mm-hmm. like wrote fuck you on someone's house right well like, no and yeah. spray paint's different like yeah grab a marker and write whatever the hell you want because it just yeah. washes off in the rain but like you know Back off with the spray paint. Graffiti, on the other hand, that's a whole different... That's not vandalism. We're not no, We're not saying that. Graffiti yeah. is cool. Graffiti is cool. Like, the art style. Absolutely. Actually, speaking of graffiti, this is a little off-topic, whatever, the, you know, the show on Netflix, The Get Down? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen all of it yet, but there is really cool advertisements for it in Toronto. It's like a huge wall on the side of a building near my house, hmm. and it's, uh, it's like a quote from the show or something that is like beautiful... Graffiti, because like one of the main characters is a graffiti artist and a poet. That's really um, cool. And then it's at the bottom. It says the Get Down Netflix coming out, whatever. And it's just like amazing marketing, like oh, so cool. One thing that I recommend looking up and googling too is the marketing that happened for Kill Bill. What happened there? I don't remember that. Th- there was just like super cool shit. Like they had this one poster where it was like Uma Thurman standing with her sword, you know, mm-hmm. but. 
it showed, like, blood splatter, and the oh. blood splatter, like, went onto the street, onto cars and shit. Like, it was fucking crazy. I did see that. I love that. Yeah, they they just had such cool marketing for that. Um, oh, all the, if you go to visit Basil Court anytime soon... Ahem. <clears throat> yeah. In the alley, all behind it, <laughs> there's, a, there's a little alley um, in between Olette and Polisher Street. And if you take mm-hmm. that down far enough... Uh, it brings you to a place called Maiden Lane, and all down there is, uh, it's free walls and it's artists commissioned as well. And so they, uh, they have different artists go down there and put in really cool installments, and, uh, it's really cool to just walk down, and it makes things really nice, and, um, it's a cool little section of the city. They always have different, like, um, part of the farmer's market is down there, and they always have really cool, like, they call it, like, art, like, alley art. And they do one maybe a month every two months where like different artists and vendors all go set up there and it's a cool yeah. little area. So that's all behind um, Basil Court and also further uh, further south down the street. In Windsor. Yeah, Windsor. Yay. It's pretty cool. Did I talk about how, um, remember when we were looking up those different movies and we found that movie called Haxon? Yes. And it was a 1920s movie. Did we? Did I ta- tell you how I looked it up and watched part of it? You. Oh, you I know don't what? remember. I think that I told you about it in our last episode. That might have been it. Okay. If I <laughs> if I talked about this already, stop me. But not really because you're listening to a recording. But yeah. Uh, so this movie Haxen. Haxen is German for witch. And Uh this movie is all about, like, the devil and witches and a bunch of crazy shit. I watched about half of it, not quite half of it, because it was really cool and really interesting, but I wasn't, like, at a situation. My friends and I were like, yeah, let's check out this movie. And it was more of, like, a pseudo-documentary, but, like, it was a black and white, um, not quite black and white, but it was definitely a silent film in 1922, and so, like, yeah. we just, like, weren't in the, like, we weren't in a good place to, like, watch that then. I wanted to, like, go home and sit down and read it all and watch it. Yeah. But the parts that I saw of it were really fucking cool. It was, like, very weirdly animated of, like, you know, there would be a drawing and someone would, like, move the drawing or, like, point, you know? And think like, you would see mm-hmm. a pointer come out. Like, it was really cool. And it was a straight-up silent film. Like, you know, here's a card with all the info on it. And then they show you the scene. Like, it was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I really do want to watch that this month. I want to watch a bunch of horror movies. Because yeah. I'm just embarrassed by a lot of the things I haven't seen. So mm-hmm. This would be the year. This is my year. Um, yeah, man. If, if you guys, if any of you guys like want to tell us what you've been watching, because I know a lot of, I, I have a few friends who've been doing that movie challenge and they post on their Instagram. So um, sh- tell us and then tell us what to watch and then we'll, Let us know. Tell, you, we'll tell you that we did it. You can email us. <gasps> At a quickie with your pal at gmail.com. Yay! Yay, and you can go on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. You'll find under us. those same names. Yeah, you look us up and then you can also Yeah, you find us on iTunes and so uh, rate rate us. Yeah, do Give that. Us a five. I think I'm the only one who's rated us. <laughs> I think that a friend of mine did too. Oh good. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's fun. Um uh, so yeah, I mean we're pretty much done here. Uh, yeah, man. this is a second late part to our Spooker Bowl. And if you want anything added to it, or if you want us to talk about anything specific, please let us know because we love hearing about it. Like we said before, mm-hmm. if you have any, uh, 
any super weird, like, Halloween rituals in your town or super creepy vibes from your town that you don't really... that, uh, that are specific, like, to you and your, your town, let us know. Yeah. We want to hear it. We love it. It'll be fun. And, uh, I think the next week we're going to talk about some super spooky things, some super haunted stuff, and costumes, and a little bit of Halloween history, and, uh, who knows? Message us if you want to hear about something. Yay! Yeah, do it. Yeah. Cool. Um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'll talk to you later. All right.